I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily. Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual. Let's get into it. Chris recently hosted a live webinar with entrepreneur and SaaS coach Dan Martell. Tune in for some powerful insight and motivation on running your business in today's economic climate. During this segment, Chris and Dan discuss the idea of shifting your perspective during this time of isolation. Set goals and routines in this new work-life balance so you can stay on top of your productivity, personal growth, and personal health. And in the meantime, Dan, why don't we start to pivot? So from from the software tools that, you know, I think a lot of people, if they were just thrown into this four weeks ago, they they probably have been Googling and exploring and asking for recommendations. So hopefully people have got most of the kinks worked out. But where do we go from here? Like we're we're all kind of trapped in our houses right now. And we're thinking about how the world's going to change looking ahead. So for your your clients, your coaching clients you work with, like me, how are you managing mindset right now? Yeah, I mean, the, the way I think about it, Chris, is mindset is something we have to deal with every day, right? And I think that it's a mistake for people to think that, um, you know, whatever I'm feeling today, if it's good or bad, that that's enough or I don't have to do something tomorrow. So one thing you have to decide, it's a daily thing. Then you got to ask yourself, well, how do you feed that, right? Like anything, um, the our, our energy goes where our focus is. And for me, it's about kind of like building a routine rituals and habits to kind of get me in the right mind space because the, the mindset's gonna set off all the decisions we make and the activities we do for the rest of the day. So if we got that wrong, then we can literally miss the opportunities that are right in front of us. So mm-hmm. what I've done, I mean, and you've seen it in the Facebook group, but I, def- I personally decided that on a daily basis, I'm going live into the group to share some perspective because I really think that's all I can do as a coach is is just provide people a different lens to view the world, right? Some of the ones that have resonated with a lot of people is, you know, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, right? The idea of this is an opportunity to either decide that it's gonna hold us back or it's gonna be an opportunity to grow. You know, just for this morning, for example, I was saying, you know, yes, it's a, it feels like a forced imposed, um, you know, isolation or, um, you know, shelter in place, but we can also decide, you know, going out of this or coming out of this, we're going to be in better shape, right? We're going to be better educated. You know, we're going to read 10 pages of a book per day. We're going to improve a skill. We're going to improve our relationship with our partners, right? We're going to educate our kids better. And those are all decisions we can make. So what's fascinating for me, again, perspective is a long time ago when I was, when I was growing up as a teenager, you know, I used to hate the rain, right? Cause it meant that I couldn't go outside, play in the woods, play with my friends. And then I got into gardening, which sounds ridiculous, right? But um, then all of a sudden, because I was gardening, rain was a welcome thing, right? If it was raining for a day and it had rained a while, I know in California, people, they, they celebrate when there's rain because they can have droughts. So I just really think it's about perspective. So for example, we can decide that we're going to take this time to grow and set goals for ourselves while we're in isolation 
And if anything, the longer we have to practice that skill, that opportunity for growth, the better it is. So all of a sudden now it's not a decision made against us. It's a decision we made for ourselves, right? Like there's never been a better time for you to get your health in check because you've got nothing pulling at your routine and your calendar, right? Like Chris, I don't know about you, but I used to be on the plane every week and now not. So totally. I now have I, I 100% set, freedom to set up my schedule and cadence to, to, to train. So I'm glad you're talking about this because it's one of the first things I did, the, you know, the uh, two days into being at home and then realizing, okay, next week we're still going to be at home. That was what I did is sat down and wrote out some goals for what I could accomplish in a month. And then that turned into like a quarter when I realized how, how long this was going to be. And so I made a goal to do a hundred runs on my Peloton, which is in my house. And I had probably used it three times in the last six months. And I thought, let, let me, like, I have no excuse right now. Let me just hop on that thing and, and, uh, and do it. So are there, are there like other fitness or personal apps or things that you're using that people can, uh, oh. you know, really get into right now? Yeah, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to that stuff. So, I mean, I, I track everything. I wear an Oura ring. This is a digital ring. Uh, I wear, uh, you know, I watch, I have a garment connect watch. I'm, you know, as you know, I'm training for uh, triathlon. Um, so all the apps from Strava to training peaks, et cetera. Um, you know, I would say, I, <laughs> For a lot of people, if they're not into that mentality, it's it's really just deciding to sweat every day. I mean, that is, I just want to simplify it for people. You wake up today and you have you have an opportunity to turn a square on a calendar, red or green. Okay. If you worked out and you sweat, you got a green square. And if you don't, it's red. And if you look at your week, ideally you want to get at least five to six green and very few red. And if you look at a month and you want that calendar to be green. So that's the opportunity that everybody's got is just to simplify it to, did I move today? Because I'll tell you from a mental point of view and the mindset, your body has to move for us to really feel inspired to do things because, you know, for most people, they're not keeping the commitments to themselves. And that has a chain reaction to how they show up in their work and how they show up for their partners and their lives and their kids, honestly. Um, and imagine like monkey see monkey do there's been never been a better time for you to set an example for your kids because they're watching you 24 seven right now. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good point. And it doesn't need to be complicated equipment and fitness trackers and all this stuff. Like I, somebody uh, texted me, actually, remember when you did the push-up challenge where it was like add a push-up every day. So yeah. Dan, for everybody, Dan did this thing where it was like, you know, start with however many push-ups you can do and Max day, push up. Add, yep. add one and then add one. And, and you, you're surprised at how quickly you grow in your capacity. The goal is a hundred push-ups in a row. Yeah, which is crazy. If you tried to sit down today and do 100 push-ups, I bet most of the people on here, I don't, I bet money that no one on here could do that. No, nope. I mean, it would, there would be a rare reason why somebody could pull off 100. They must be like just getting out it's of Navy SEALs training or so something. Yeah. So you know what? The, the next creative take on that, I just saw someone texted me two days ago and said, ask Siri for a random number between one and 100. And then you've got to do that many push-ups today, not continuously, but just you have to do that many today. And so it puts a little bit of, uh, spontaneity into your day or, or whatever it is where some days you're like oh 99 are you kidding me and some days it's like too sweet let me take the day off um, but I think you can have some fun with it and this is a perfect time to do that um, on the intellectual side you mentioned books there's online courses you know this there's this time right now you can really have a tangible impact you know if you've got a stack of three books on your desk and you can actually 
actually read 20 pages a day because you're at home and you can do it. Like that's, that's an amazing thing that you can check off your list. Are there any other resources that you'd point people to Dan, like that education? Yeah. Well, so a five minute journal, I think is probably one of the most powerful practices that you can implement. Um, it's a quick, it says five minute journal, but it's really two and a half minutes in the morning, two and a half minutes at night. And it just asks you, questions about three things you're grateful for. What do you, what would make today great? And then daily affirmations that's in the morning. And then three amazing things that happened today and what could you have done to make it better? And this is based on science, on research of the most productive people in the world, just setting the intentions for the day. So five minute journal, I get, you know, cause I give them away at every one of our events. Like to me, it's my go-to, um, you know, Tim Ferriss promotes it quite heavily. And then the other thing is I've, I'm actually on a mission to read a book a day. So, so, but that obviously sounds a little crazy and daunting for a lot of people because most books will take you between six to eight hours to read. What I do is I use Blinkist. So if you haven't heard of Blinkist, they take a book, literally six to eight hours of reading, and they distill it into the essence of the book. And it takes me about 30 minutes to read a blink, they call it. So pretty much for the next 30 days and probably until we're out of isolation, I've made a commitment to read one book. But here's the key, because reading isn't enough. We have to take action on it is read the book and then take at least three pieces of action from it, right? So that's that's kind of my, how do I internalize the information is I read the book. An action could be as simple as highlighting a passage and then sharing it on my social media. It could be grabbing a screenshot and adding it on Slack and assigning something to somebody because I think it's really inspiring, right? But it's really just taking, you know, the decision that every day, 10 pages probably take you 10 to 15 minutes, 30 minutes to read, technically understand the grasp of the whole book. Obviously, you don't get all the, the storylines in, in a full book, which I'm a big fan of reading as well. I still read full books, um, but that's a great tool. So Blinkist is, uh, is one I would recommend. Another trick I've heard for people that want to read every day, but might not have the discipline or the time or whatever to read 20 pages or read two chapters or whatever a whole book like you are, um, read for the aha. Like if you start and you open up a page and you read three pages and three pages in, you got some cool idea. A lot of times those things can get lost because you keep reading because your goal was to read 20 pages or a couple chapters. But if you read until you hit that aha, then you close the book and feel good about going to post that note or share it with somebody or write it down. I think that's another great way to look at this so that it really just truncates your commitment. Yeah, I'm, okay. a, I'm a fan of, no, I don't even finish most books. As soon as I feel like I got what I needed, I'm good. And I'll move on yeah. to something. I'm also a fan of reading the books you need to read for now, not just because somebody recommends it and they say it's a good read, right? So any, any, if somebody wants book recommendations, just post the topic you want to learn in the comments. And I will, because I've read over a thousand books. I will tell you the very specific book you probably need to read to solve or understand that problem better. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of just in time learning versus just in case. Hmm. That's a cool recommendation. All right. I would say everyone that's listening, take advantage of that because that is like a concierge shopper for your Amazon cart. So put in your, in your chat, anything you want to learn about, we'll look for those. So Dan, you've got a team, you know, like a lot of people listening and your team is distributed all at home. How do you keep your team motivated? Because, you know, you're a very ambitious type of person. You're very disciplined. You wake up every day and light yourself on fire to get things done. And how do you, you know, get some of that to rub off on the team? What are you doing to keep them engaged? 
Yeah, well, I think it's uh, the daily stuff, right? So every morning I send a, a voice message to the whole team, letting them know my priorities and kind of what I'm excited about. Um, I use Slack to kind of share the vision and the mission and the values. Anytime I'm on a team meeting, we always start with celebrating wins. And um, I always try to praise the work they're doing and remind them kind of the customer impact that they're having from the work. I think it's very easy to be very task driven without connecting the effort to the outcome and the impact that we're all striving for. So it's really, I think the biggest thing, if you talk to people that work with me, and I'm also involved in 40 plus other companies as a, you know, advisor, you know, and we work together. So it's like, it's very, it's very voice driven. It's very audio. It's disconnected. I'm just always conscious of, you know, not only um, helping, but also challenging, right? Stretching, like saying, Hey, that was amazing. Congratulations. Um, Have you thought of this? And just really trying to push things further. I just feel like people are capable of so much more than they give themselves credit for, including me. And that's why I like to put myself around people that are going to push and challenge my thinking, my ideas. Mm. And that's just what I do for other people. Now, some people can't, aren't, can't survive in an environment like that. So I think it all starts with the recruiting. So I'm very, I've got a very high filter for the type of people that I allow on my teams. Um, but if you make the team, then um, I, I, I just try to make every interaction um, connect with the outcomes that we're, we're going for to remind them because it, it can be easy to lo- get lost in the monotony of the task. Yeah, for sure. So keep vision, mission, forefront, remind everybody. Daily, that. daily, yeah. daily, daily. When you think you're a broken record, you're still not doing it enough. <laughs> Good reminder. So one, one thing that I've done in the past, and I'm not doing it right now, but you just reminded me to do it, is I would pick like an accountability buddy. And when I had some kind of goal that I was trying to get to, we would text each other every morning and just say like, hey, how's this going? Anything I can do to help? And just that knowing that you're going to get that text every morning was really powerful. So I just wrote this down and like circled it in my notes. But I think that's something we can do company wide where everybody pairs up randomly for a week. You get a buddy, you text each other, check in on each other, make sure you're okay. And then the next week it switches and and it helps you interact with other people. So um, brand new idea, but we're going to try that. So I'll report back on, on how that went. I love um, it. So let's, let's talk more about the, the opportunity that could come out of this too, because um, it does take a certain mindset to be open to opportunities and not to just be down on the current environment. Um, this morning, I, I jumped into my pool, which is freezing right now. And as I was sitting there in the pool, like trying to cool off from, from my workout, I started, I was looking at the plants in my yard and I thought, you know, what's a great idea is like all the plants are dying in everybody's offices right now. Like someone should spin up a, a product that lets you buy office plants and get them delivered. So in two months when everybody wants to buy that, there is a leader for that. And I think that like I was I was musing about that. Like I told my wife as I'm walking upstairs and I'm not going to make the office plant store. So if someone else wants to do that, go for it. But like, how do you get yourself into that mindset where you're thinking about things in that way, because I, I know I probably take it for granted. So how do we how do we get that get someone into that mindset? Yeah, I actually did a video on this. I think it's probably four weeks ago on my YouTube channel because people um, that are new to the entrepreneurial game um, don't understand how people like you and I can just literally come up with new business ideas and, and the same like daily, if not um, you know multiple times per day. And, and if anything, we got to be careful to not. Um, throw hand grenades in our business, right? Like 
had a new idea and derail the whole company. I think that's something that as you grow past kind of a dozen team members, you, you kind of have to mature into and realize like, hey, now I have to build a system for making decisions and executing because it's easy for us to come up with ideas. So my guidance in that video, um, there, was, there was four strategies, but I'll share one of them with you. And that's the frustrations list. I think most people don't give them permission to uh, come up with things that frustrate them. So what I would recommend everybody do is walk around your house tomorrow with a notepad and anytime you see anything that, that even feels like it's a little bit of friction or isn't optimized or it could be done better, I want you to write it down with no commitment to do anything about it or not. Just make a list, right? So that could be as simple as, you know, why isn't there a hook outside of the shower so that I can dry my towel? Or why isn't there a towel rack down next to the sauna? Or why... You know, for, for most people's houses, it's like, why is our drawer for the utensils so far away from where the plates are? Or like, it's just little things in regards to organization or, or you know, maybe it's the way your garage is coordinated or set up, or maybe you like, why don't we have a door ringer that has a camera on it so that when Amazon people come, we don't have to answer the door and we can talk to them. Like, again, these are all things that you can solve. Most people have never decided to create this friction, this frustration list. And, and I think they just got to build that muscle, right? They got to build that muscle of problem solution. Entrepreneurs, and this is why I'm excited about um, the world today, where a lot of people are pessimistic and, and feeling really down. You know, my video this morning in the group was, you know, we don't have to buy in. We don't have to opt into to this downward economy. We can decide to thrive in these moments. And I think that's true. And the reason why is because entrepreneurs are really good at one thing, solving problems. There has never been more problems in the world than at this moment right now. So if that statement is true, there's never been more opportunities like you just talked about as of one example of things that need to be solved. I had a friend recently launch um, a new business for disinfecting using fog. Okay. Now she saw the idea in Asia worked hard to grab the technology, licensing it for, for North America, build the whole brand. And they launched literally two weeks later because they saw the opportunity. So again, some people are gonna see every reason why this is the worst economy ever. And other people are gonna go, oh my gosh, there's so, much pro there's so many problems around me that I have the opportunity to participate in that you can actually come out of this better than you went into it. And that's the whole argument I've been making from the beginning. I've, I just thought of another free idea Well, while you were talking. So I'm going to share this one too. Ever since I've been home, my webcam is sitting at the top of my screen right here. And I find myself, look, look at your face, look at the camera, look at your face, look at the camera. If there's like a little suction thing to stick my webcam in the middle of my monitor, I would buy that all day. And you could probably make them for 30 cents and ship them worldwide. So there's another one. But I think, I think what you said is so spot on. Like you have to walk around your house or travel to Asia or whatever it is. Those are just like experiencing the world. You've got to get out and experience, and then you've got to collect the frustrations and be aware of the things, build your list, be aware of the frustrations. And like you said, your friend two weeks into it, licensed the technology and acted on the idea. And I think that's where a lot of things fall off. Like I'm never going to act on the webcam idea or whatever, because my plates, fall. but somebody that's looking for opportunity or their current business has been really affected. They have the capacity to act on great ideas. And so if they can build the first two parts, the experience and collect frustrations, then there's so much abundant opportunity that could come out of this. A lot of problems right now and a lot of people in pain and they need, they need those solutions.
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily. We're releasing these mini episodes every Monday through Thursday, and be sure to catch our full length episodes every Friday. Tons more content, including video versions of everything over on YouTube at Chris Ronzio, and be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you.